This is the Music Gems Podcast with Gemma Maddox, where we talk about artists, producers, songwriters, gems of the music world and their stories. And you worked with Nat Dunn as well, who's an Aussie and she's behind so many amazing songs. That's my best friend. (laughs) I love her. I miss her so much. Hello. Welcome to this episode of Music Jams. I'm so excited to be chatting with one of my favourite childhood artists ever. I remember listening to Jojo on your Walkman. Uh, Yeah, those were the days. Welcome, Jojo. Hello. Hey. Congratulations on your new single, man. It's such a confident, soulful song. And what was it like working on the song? Um, It was mad fun because my friend Lauren sent me the idea and I was like, oh, woo, feel this. So (laughs) then um, I finished it and got into the studio pretty quickly after hearing um, what she sent me. The verses are really kind of just talking. It's like, you know me, I just don't stop. I've been down, but I'm back up. So I'm really just thinking about how I feel. And that's in my bag, in my element as a young woman and feeling feeling bomb. I love that. I love the message in the song. And I love how, like, in the video as well, you got Tinashe and heaps of other females, friends of yours in the video. It's it's so cool. Yeah, it, the song's called Man, but I actually didn't want any mans in the video. <laughs> I mean, although it sounds like it could be saying, like, I'm looking for a man. I'm, I actually need a man. And, and that is what the lyric says. It's like, I'm going to need an effing man. But it's saying, if I'm going to actually step away from this singledom, which I'm having a lot of fun with, I love taking up all the space in my house, in my bed, doing things for myself, then it's going to need to be somebody that really compliments, compliments my womanhood. That's it. Exactly. And that's the best thing about the song is, you know, there are sad songs, you know, being single, but yours is so empowering, like other women, like it's okay to be single. I think it's a special time um, Mm. because I've been in relationships most of my teenage, actually all my teenage years, you know, I was in like one, two year, three year after the other. And I never took the time to get to know what was really important to me and what my non-negotiables were and, you know, just figuring out my own terms, my own boundaries, all that. And I think that's so essential that we do as people, regardless of whether you're a woman or a man. Exactly. That's so true. And I'm so excited for your new album, Uh, Good To Know. I've been a fan of yours since I was 10 years old, um, since your first single. So it's been so amazing seeing you release, you know, all your albums and the different messages um, in the albums. What was it like when you were working on this one compared to your other ones? I wanted this to be more of a concept album than those that I've put out before. I really wanted you to be able to put it on and from beginning to end feel like you took this journey with me. And what it ended up being was just kind of a snapshot of what the past year and a half has been. And it's a cycle that I've been through several times because I think self-love isn't just something that you arrive at and you're like, okay, finally, I love myself. It's like this sliding scale of like, self-worth at least for me it's been that so I started the process of this album feeling unprocessed and un you know feeling insecure about some things personally and wanting to escape myself and then by the middle saying you know what I can't keep distracting myself with lovers and you know big nights and and uh or even just staying busy I really need to take some time and get to know myself and learn to love myself and then at the end of the album, it's this place of acceptance and being like, you know what, you're you're great just as you are right now with all your imperfections, with all the things that you think you should be at a different place with, it's all good. It's all just information and, you know, I'm proud of you basically. 
looking at yourself and being like, you did it. You, you know, you're here. And that says so much. Oh, I'm so excited to hear the album. Thank you. I can't wait for you to hear it. <laughs> and you worked with Nat Dunn as well, who's an Aussie and she's behind so many amazing songs. What was it like working with her? That's my best friend. <laughs> I love her. I miss her so much. She's in Australia right now, actually, um, under quarantine. And it was but it's some of my favorite times being in the studio with her because we know everything you know we we share like that's a sister to me and so we wrote one of my favorite songs on the album called don't talk me down and we actually wrote and recorded that at rick rubin's studio um, in malibu and that was just such a cool experience because so many iconic songs and artists have come through that place. Elvis used to live there, Bob Dylan, I think, and it's just like has so much history. Kanye does a lot of his recording there. We got to soak up those vibes and um, and work with my producer Lido. And, um, anyway, just Nat is such a special human being and a great friend and I'm so proud of all her accomplishments in Australia and throughout the world. So that's that's my girl. Oh, I cannot wait to hear the song that you've done together. It's so cool how, like, you guys, because you always seem like you have so much fun together, like, on your socials, so it's good you guys got to work on a song together that's on the album. So Absolutely, yeah. And we, she helped me say some things that I really needed to say, especially on the song called Joanna, which is se- separate from the album. I released a song and a video for it, um, and I, I couldn't have done it with anybody else because... You know, she just makes me feel the most comfortable. What was it like as well working with Lido? Because obviously you've done like the album with him. What's so special about working with him on there? It's an energy thing and it's a trust. Like I, I just love where his ear goes and the ideas that he comes up with and the openness that we have. You know, if I am passionate about something or if I'll bring a concept to the table, I'll say, you know what, I want to incorporate this instrument or I, I want it to feel like an Irish pub. I want it to feel like we're, you know, in a sound bath. Like I can just say the wildest thing and he can be like, okay, bet. Yeah, got it. Let's do that. And there's just this trust that I think is really important when you're creating because it's it's a very intimate thing. And it can be it's very exciting, but it'd be vulnerable and that's why trust is so important. Oh, I think. Your dog's so cute. Oh thanks a puppy, come on. Hey, hello, Australia. Hello. Because <laughs> you're heavily involved in the writing process um, and production as well, like helping out with that, um, like having a say in it. Um, do you feel like over the years you've learned so much when you've gone into the studio with different songwriters and producers? Absolutely, yeah. And I'll, I'll never stop learning. I'm always going to want to get better. And um, like right now, though, while I'm in quarantine and isolation this is, I can't believe this is what we're <laughs> the time we're living in crazy um but I'm actually taking the time every day to practice piano and to like learn my software learn how to program and make my own beats and just become even more self-sufficient not because I am a control freak and want to do everything myself but because it's just great to keep learning and just to keep I, I think we should always be in that mindset of like staying perpetual students exactly so much more to learn especially because like with music there is a lot to learn like behind the scenes and stuff like that did you write the album mainly in LA or did you write some of it overseas as well um mostly LA but I spent a lot of time in Toronto actually because I did a lot of work with Doc McKinney who helped 
the weekend like craft his sound from the beginning of his career and uh so it was cool to be back on the east coast because that's where i'm from um i'm from boston but up north is, <laughs> is where canada is and i'm trying to think i think i mean i remember i did some writing with nat in london while she was working on some some other projects over there but i don't remember if that was like official or if we were just like hanging out and work in like writing because it's uh, something we do but yeah mostly LA and Toronto and your album comes out so soon it's like a few weeks away how would you describe it in three words Ooh, yeah hey <laughs> first baby um, what, how would I describe it in three words good question this is something I should have had on deck um <laughs> I would say it is sexy raw and bomb Ooh, I love that <laughs> Um, and you've achieved so much. You've obviously got your own record label. Um, what's it been like doing that? Because that's so amazing, like what you've been doing. Well, it's just the beginning, actually, of this new chapter. Um, I have my label called Clover Music, and it's in partnership for this album and for future things with, uh, with Warner Music. And I've actually just really wanted to get my own stuff off the ground. And one of the first things I did was... I re-recorded my first two albums because they weren't available for streaming. Like they weren't on any streaming services. My uh, my former label that I was in a dispute with because they like were no longer a functioning label. They don't have any of their artist music um, streaming, including like Aaliyah's catalog. And obviously, since she can't do anything to make sure that her legacy is protected, I could. So I released new masters of of those songs so my fans could get what they deserve, which is just everybody should be able to listen to whatever they want, whenever they want. So yeah. I wanted you know, them to be able to go back and refer to those songs that they grew up with. Um, and so the next step is obviously to put out this album, Good to Know, on May 1st. And I want to be instrumental in other artists' careers. I really would love to sign talent that inspires and moves. And I, I want to support other artists. So I'm, I'm looking waiting for the right the right one pretty much so you know if any any aspiring australian artists out there you know send me your stuff like i i'm open for business this is the music gems podcast with Gemma maddox where we talk about artists producers songwriters gems of the music world and their stories Hello, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Jojo. She's dropping an album, Good to Know May 1st, so make sure you have a listen, you'll buy it. It's going to be amazing. Comment, rate, and let me know what you think of this episode, and also let me know if there's any other artists that you want to hear on the podcast. Thanks for listening.